Welcome to Mundo! chat podcast i am your host flapjack bill alongside colonel kraken and proxy jack and we're here to talk mad shit about league help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb and generally entertain you this is a safe space for feeders and scrubs now mute all and let's invade red boys another week has come and gone another podcast episode has come and gone and we are at the big 20 we've done 20 of these for 20 weeks we've recorded podcasts and for some reason, one guy in Saskatchewan, Canada, is keeping us alive right now. That's not true. Even we don't like- make any money off this. But there is a guy in Saskatchewan who is downloading podcasts at an enormous rate. And we appreciate it. Shout out to that man. <laughs> My daughter that I actually am not even sauce. related to is Canadian because Canadians are awesome. Don't ask. I'm not my, specifying my, on this My podcast, grandpa was in like Canadian spec ops. What? And then people, my history teacher, like, like, like dissed me because they're like, "Oh, Canadian spec ops." I'm like, "Let you t- let me tell you about some of the Canadian spec ops, bro." You know why we were o- we were only in Italy for like three weeks? Yeah, Canadian spec ops, bro. <laughs> Those American spec ops, we would have been there for three months. Oh, no, got that got thing up clean. You you heard of SEAL Team Six? Well, what about Moose Team Seven? <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Team Six. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh no. my god, this is Sur- out of hand syrup, already. Syrup Team 6. Syrup oh Team god. 6. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Number 20. Number 20. We're going to keep crazy. These. We're having fun. That's all we're doing. We're having fun. Uh, what we're not doing is climbing because, well, there's a lot of reasons why. But let's do a ranked update real quick. Bye. What? And I guess that kind of leads me into this. I just ranked up to gold three for the sixth time this season. I think actually time six times. So you've got you've gone to gold three enough times to get you to plot. That's true. The problem, yeah. The only problem is like uh, I I have I will legit like lose one or two games, and then all of a sudden my teammates legitimately are bronze two. Like it legit yeah. as their rank is bronze two, and I don't know what's up with that. But according to Riot, every time I've tweeted at them, oh yeah, that's that's right. MMR is right. You must so just be know. tanking your invisible MMR with every loss. Yeah, I don't know what it is because I actually didn't even. Well, I guess I really couldn't have looked at how much LP I gained because I went straight into promos and then lost a game, won a game, and. Got gold three, so. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, Kraken, how are you doing? I gain seventeen for wins, and I only lose nineteen for losses. Ah. That's a lot better than fifteen and twenty-two. Yes, it is. It is a lot better than fifteen and twenty-two. <laughs> so yeah, um, I found I went. 
I'm going Relic Shield Nami now because I'm really bad at harassing and getting the the uh, spell thief proc because Nami doesn't really can't really out muscle a lot of people mm -hmm. and like by the time you've like used the summon a the summon Avery and the, uh, the summon Ari and the spell thieves you actually get all they have to all they have to do is click on you and it's like boom you lost trade um it was weird because it's like you have a point click heal w but like it, it still doesn't really feel like enough whereas with relic it's like oh i can just click on the minions i don't have to worry about you know risking like a mini trade every single time i want to get a proc or every time i want to get closer to wards so it's nice it's yeah. nice it really helps your adc because like dang like securing those cannons is just it's it's so huge dude yeah yeah, yeah. like I know a lot of enchanters are just are just doing it now, like like Janna Relic Shield, Lulu Relic Shield, like it's, it's, it's like why not, bro? Like, I I think as an ADC, that's still the biggest reason why I have all sorts of difficulty um, hitting cannon minions, especially under tower, is because I have a support every you know other game that I get to rely on just for Relic Shield, or I yeah, it's the Relic Shield procs. Yeah. Hmm. I mean that's a that's a I unique know. strategy that I have not seen very much of in my games. Um, it, it's pretty weird on ranged because it's like thirty percent and like the 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 bullet has to you know like travel like through the air so like it's it's kind of like a little bit weird, but it's not that big of a deal honestly. I mean hey if you can make it work and you can get wins off of it do it exploit it. I have yeah. I have friends who. Uh, make fun of me for trying to find ways to exploit video games to get wins because they're like oh only losers need exploits and it's like no innovators exploit yeah i mean look at like the faceless AP man volume. the faceless give them something, something they, they never see something they never see <laughs> uh i'm uh i'm getting 20 lp for a win and i'm losing 20 lp for a loss so i am exactly where riot believes i should be and that is at the very top of silver two, and i'm frustrated about it but i'm also i didn't get to play it all this week i was so busy all week doing all sorts of video editing and buying enough stuff to make my new porch and just all kinds of stuff so i only got to play a couple games and i queued up with kraken yesterday and we got trounced and then i queued up by myself immediately after that and i completely bodied so Obviously, it's there's the, a skill discrepancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm dragging dragging him down. I, I'm the I'm the reason why he's hard. He's no, yeah. I think I think it's the reverse. Dragging. I think I'm dragging you down. <laughs> ah man, <laughs> dude. Like it doesn't it doesn't honestly it, like my hey, it's my as long as you're time. getting dragging, you're fine. Yeah. Wait, I misheard this. You you okay? You okay? Bad joke. Oh no, drag's important. Very no, no. important. Dragon, you did. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's oh. Great. Boo. Oh, got him. <laughs> Fucking. What was that? The P stands for puns, boy. And the J stands for jokes. Of... Oh, Proxy, did, what, did you take that quiz thing? Do you remember what? that? It was like it was like the council. It was like it was like the houses or whatever. It was like the Harry Potter houses. Oh, yeah. Like it was like you get like. I think I went purple. Like you could choose. Oh, you, oh, you got you war, war, Warband. Warband's the sweaty one, bro. 
I think I did it because one of my guys or one of my friends was like, yeah, do that one. And then we can all just, you know, flash the purple. Yeah, a lot of people got the got the warband because it's like it's sick. It is like really cool though, because like using skill and mechanical prowess to swag at your enemies and like Yazuos and like Lee Sins are like, oh, like, yeah. oh man, a cat council, bro, dude, that 3D chess, man. 3D chess. <laughs> 3D chess. I still like all my emotes is the cat is the little council emote. That was like three years ago, but that was like a really fun event. It was, I forgot it what was it was called, event. but. Uh, I don't remember, but it was the yeah, just the Harry Potter houses of League. Yeah. Um, let's talk briefly, because I don't, I have some interesting thoughts about this. But let's talk briefly about the toxicity that we have experienced and uh, been privy to this season in particular, as opposed to other seasons, in sort of like a compare and contrast way. Because um, I know for me, in this season, I have witnessed a lot less toxicity but when i have seen it and when it has happened in my games it is really really bad like jump straight to telling other players to kill themselves bad like yep. outlandishly bad and it doesn't there's never any build-up to it it's just immediate people yeah, snap yeah, on yeah. a dime just, yeah it's crazy. Is that is that what this this season's been like for you guys? Because we we play in different elos at this point. Uh yeah no that's exactly been it. I I lost my honor level because I got reported for trying to stand up for myself repeatedly. No, oh, you and can't I, do that. I, yeah, I, I I got no information back from Riot after I submitted a ticket because I was like, hey, I should not have been banned when I didn't use a single curse word. And yet they went straight to racial uh, handicap slurs, like all of that. Like it's, it's like I got no notification after four games that any single one of them had got a chat restriction. I got the chat restriction and my honor level got fully reset. That sucks. That's yeah. that's really bad because that's that's a case of toxicity bullying. And that that should have been a. That shouldn't have, I shouldn't have had to dispute that. That should have been their chat bot immediately picking up on all of that. But uh, apparently that doesn't matter. Yeah, I I I had a, I submitted a a report on a player like oh man, it must have been a couple weeks ago. But they were just like we got we got into the post game and as soon as we got like nothing happened the whole game. There was no flame or anything. As soon as we got into post game, uh, this guy was just going off, and it was just very incendiary things he was saying in the post game chat to my team and to his own teammates. And I just sort of sat there and let it scroll and let it scroll and let it scroll. And then I was like, "But did you win?" And then I reported. To him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I never. Uh, I never got a, a notification whether or not they got chat restricted, but it was uh, a lot of bad things that should absolutely have been picked up by the chatbot. And I'm starting to believe that the chatbot isn't real, and it just straight up comes down to who reports who. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. honestly it. Yeah. I mean, uh... it's not it's not hard. Listen, 
if Twitch could make Night or if, if Nightbot, Nightbot's its own thing. If Nightbot can find the swear words in Twitch chat and auto ban you immediately, it should not be this difficult for Riot to be able to crack down on that sort of thing. It should not yeah. be hard. This isn't yeah. this isn't a difficult thing to deal with. I, I, here's the problem. I think we we have we're coming across two different issues. And honestly, I started thinking about it because uh, have you guys ever heard of Freakonomics? It was a book, and then a, a documentary was made about it. I heard about it. I don't long think I ever watched short, it. Yeah, long story short, it's about um, two guys that decided to try and start start Ooh. taking the. They 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 took it the like um or they were trying to find causality and correlation. So you have correlation where, for example, this is like an old, old uh, example. Back in the day when polio was running rampant, um, it was thought that ice cream was the cause of, or it would increase your chances of getting polio. Probably like what? The reason why is because when summer hit, they got an increased amount of polio cases. So... When do you normally eat more ice cream? Summer. Boom. Causa or it's uh, correlation, but not causality. So they're trying to like kind of find the little like hidden thing like, okay, what is actually the reason behind this coming out? But going on to it, Riot's been trying to do the same thing. They're trying to figure out what is making people toxic and how can they eliminate that cause. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it's, you know, the report system banning the people that are effectively trying to do everything they can to, you know, make life difficult for all these people. And it's not working too well because people are exploiting the system because they have great incentive to. If they can get away with making someone feel hurt and it causes them no trouble, they're going to do it. Right. That's where Riot's having trouble. It's there's a lot like there's a lot of stuff you can do in the game also that's super toxic without ever even posting anything in chat. Like if you want to run it down, there's so many ways that you can run it down now without ever being caught doing it. Like you just yeah. you can self sabotage, turn your brain off, and just play like you're in bronze. You really it looks like you're trying because you're still farming and you're still fighting and you're but you know you're doing you're, it like. You intentionally miss every other minion or something. Like... Yeah, you you throw the game completely on purpose, but you never like you never post anything inflammatory on chat. You just you're out here to tank somebody else's win, and you know they're not gonna pick up on that. And if you do it appropriately, like say I'm the bad guy and I do it appropriately, I'm not gonna get reported for it either because it'll just look like I had a bad game. Yeah, I think that's a little more like it's a little more elaborate though. I don't really see that happening as much as just like blatantly just going AFK. Mm. You can see more people going AFK like just off the get go, or just or just running it down than like than like someone like like stealth sabotaging. Yeah, because like. <laughs> Like I see people play bad, but I'm like, I know he's trying. He just keeps messing up, but he's not doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like you can sort of tell, like when someone just starts standing there, like randomly, and like 
is really like like stop and go and stop and go with their like motions and it's like yeah yeah they're trolling but if they like keep moving around and keep trying to do stuff that means all right he's probably he's just playing really bad yeah, uh, and it sounds like right it's like might be trying to address the issue because they realize people are exploiting the system and i hope it starts changing here soon but right now it's nothing has changed you just hire like honestly just hire like thousands of just like reviewers honestly just do it for like 15 bucks an hour 17 bucks an hour or something just to review games honestly i have an entire division of that entire division of that just like hey qualifications is you must be either like silver like gold four and up or have like ten thousand like a thousand account hours or something or like um well it's like uh csgo has something like that it's the high-end players they they don't get paid i don't think but they can actually like um if someone gets accused of cheating suddenly you get shadow watched by high level players who are pretty good at identifying when you're doing something you shouldn't be and yeah. so CSGO's whole point is like this way they can try and identify who's cheating and how they're cheating but they don't have a bot just insta back banning people yeah mm. and the problem is with like hiring people manually is that there's so many games dude yeah so many games like it's just like it would it would take a massive amount of man hours to review every game where people think people are running it down because you're right it's it's you could often. do like 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 camera lock on like the Jarvan and the game is played in like sixteen speed for the person reviewing. Hmm. So if they just see if they just see the Jarvan just sell all their items instantly and just sprint it down, they could be like, Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, that's a report. Boom, ban. That one play literally literally just shafted the entire game. Because that was gold, that was items, that was blah 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 blah. And um yeah, that was it right there. Like that was a throw, or like, remember playing that one Jarvan that like was playing pretty well up until like level five, and then just ran it down for like four or five lives and started playing again. Yeah, wasn't he was on the other team, right? Yeah, he was on. And the other he team. said he was. He said he was running it down because the Jinx flamed him, and then he started playing again. Yeah. Um. We still crushed him. We swag. I sw I, I swagged on a Gragas um like a few weeks ago and. He didn't run it down like all the time, but he ran it down like like two or three times or something like that. But it was it's yeah. still enough to um yeah. <laughs> I have an, I have an interesting thought. If like proxy, you were talking about the, that CS:GO thing where they if they suspect you of cheating, they'll you'll get shadowed basically by pros, right? Yep. Yeah. What what would league look like if? They just got Challenger and Grandmaster players to do the same thing to Smurfs. I mean, there was a video where I'm a cutie pie, I think, uploaded. And the only reason I watched it is because they actually identified someone that was using scripts mm. um, and they couldn't turn them off. And the way they knew it was they would, they had a zillion on their side. And so the zillion would drop a slow on that on uh, the person using scripts and what would happen is no matter what skill shot was coming even in the slow you could see him instantly 
100% turning around and trying to walk out of it. Unable to dodge because of the zillion slow being so massive, but you could instantly tell it was just happening constantly. And so that's the kind of thing that you'd have to look at doing is they'd have to identify um, repeat abuses like that where it's like, okay, that's an odd occurrence. And then it just repeatedly happens. And then it's not just one time occurrence. It's too many to be, be like, that shouldn't be constant. Yeah. Well, what if it wasn't even just for like cheating, like the scripts and whatever, what if it was specifically, cause I want to relate it to uh, Smurfs that I've been seeing with even more in- increasing <laughs> amounts. Um, what if you, it, it would be basically the reverse of what they're doing now, where they're locking down known, uh, known Smurf accounts and forcing them to stay in lower ELO. Like, well, what if that, they just where you, populated you those like games? I think that's where you get like the mix of what's going on with, um, like, I'm pretty sure Riot helps out some of their um, Twitch partners, like uh, Boxbox. I'm pretty sure he doesn't just grind 30 different accounts. Um, but I mean, yeah, if they, if they could have like pros that are like, okay, this person probably doesn't belong here and maybe like have a system where like multiple pros are like, yeah, no, he doesn't belong here. Start upping their MMR quicker or something. Even, even like, you don't really have to watch the games. You can, you can just go through, you can just go through their, honestly, going through stats is actually pretty accurate. Honestly. Yeah. Stats because... would definitely be a good way. I mean, the thing is, a lot of times, or like a lot of times, I'll lose a game and I'll be like, "There's a smart for the other team!" Oh my gosh, right? And I'll go and I'll look up his stats and I'm like, "Oh wait, he just has a feast or famine playstyle. Like, he <laughs> he plays his Darius Me. or he plays his like Bruisers, and he he either goes twelve and six or he goes like three and four. I'm like, huh? And the, and the guy's like silver three, like way lower ranked than I am, with like a poop win rate that like. Is kind of just an average player and then just just went off one game because the chips fell the right way and he smashed his face to the keyboard boom he has four <laughs> items now we can't do anything about it like and then that guy hops on instagram and says oh, i went 21 and 3 with the collie <laughs> or something you know but uh i digress um <laughs> but like with like a real smurf though when an actual smurf though it's not it's not just oh wow look that guy won his game he it's had a dry, yeah. It's like, dude, like he went like, like he went like twenty five and zero, and 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 gave like sixty thousand damage, and like, <clears throat> and everyone else had like two kills or something. It was just trash, and he just completely just went off. And, and on some like obscure champion like an Azir or like, um, who's never played ever, like a soul or something like that. He's like in bronze one. Is it well, like, yeah. I, like, let me go back to my example. We're uh, playing um, that uh, clash game, and all of a sudden, this person that had no Irelius since way before the rework even happened, which yeah. is already years ago. Uh, like that stuff just doesn't happen. Like, that's yeah. not like, yeah. Um, like I think I think like, and it's like it's like obviously like like this is riot's game like they should know which champs get picked by smurfs they should know which champs are hard to play they design them themselves and it's like hey dude if there's a guy in silver four with like 27 kills on like 
some hard what's some like what's just some 90 90 percent like win streak on ribbon or uh yeah, on ribbon, irelia like, the dude's not like no like come on like <laughs> i think it's hard. Like a... it, it's hard because it's like these are things that we pick up on we're not highbrow analysts or anything and we have the stats and stuff available for us to look at so it's not like this is like it's not like detecting these accounts is all that difficult of a chore I, but the, the solution that riot has handed us in a public statement that they want to just lock them into our elo for longer it i know i harped on it in a in a recent podcast too i just i just can't i can't wrap my head around what like what probably, goes into that decision that's probably the cardinal sin of like like each season honestly since each season has had like the one big like no-no in it <laughs> like like there's like oh, positional but... cues or, yeah, or like, mm -hmm. a bad item meta mm -hmm. and so Arnold i guess that, that's like the big one um I'm trying to think of something like a word like like an identifiable problem that's like this is 10 this is this is what makes the season so bad specifically adc's being useless adc's being useless is bad yeah but speaking of let's jump straight to that uh are they ever gonna not be useless this season oh man, i didn't i didn't talk about my toxic experience but oh, i don't really know yeah, yeah go go ahead <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Well, <laughs> my toxic experience um, is that uh, Flapjack Bill never lets me speak. So, the one <laughs> the media is suppressing the um. <laughs> I think like the thing is the character. I when you play disengagers and you mute everyone, people are less likely to be toxic because they think things are going a lot better than they are. Because it's like. All right, let's say you lose a trade like 3-2 or something like that. Like three of you guys die and you know you get you get a couple on other care if I was like another character or something like that, like a worse like a worse enchanter player or like a different class, it's probably a 3-1 loss and everyone starts losing their minds because 3-1 is so much worse than 3-2. Even though the 3-2 trade is probably going to eventually probably eventually going to lose the game anyway. It, the perception of like the apocalypse is a little less small. Like people are a lot happier when they get their when they get 200 health back for doing absolutely nothing. Like oh I live like like the meme, the meme about like the redemption, the the Shirelias, the 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 the, the, the crucible, like all those things going off and Vane going like, GG easy noobs. Like so I don't see it honestly with like. I mean, and I mute, but I don't get that many, like, AFKs or, like, or, like, um, people, like, blaming each other or, like, not helping each other or, like, like excessive pings and stuff like that. Um, I always mute, but, um, like, one of the strong suits about, like, playing disengagers, like, healers or something, um... Is that like, yeah, you know, you can't carry by yourself, duh. All right, it's weird how people are like, Thraka and Janna have no agency. Why do play the captain? <laughs> it's like, they have 53 win rates, like, all the time, and they get picked often. But no, yeah, I'm going to pick Renekton, because he has agency, quote-unquote. It'd just be hard stuff for the rest of my life. <laughs> 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 Never mind. But... <laughs>
He's speaking some okay, from some personal like, experience there. If you can, um, oh, it's just the numbers. Because like, if if you can, um, I was talking to like a jungler on Instagram. I don't know why I was in that comment section, but I was like, I was like, if you can convince your teammates that they're better than they actually are, they're actually a lot less likely to flame. Like, if you keep people, if you can keep people alive, and you can keep the trades as like. You, like trades aren't as um like do or die all the time people are less likely to get like emotional and like um like uh they're, they're less likely to go boom because mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah we actually traded evenly which in reality it probably would have been a bad trade if you know you were playing a different class or if you know support or jungle or like the tank was actually playing worse and you know life was saved or something like that um because it really only takes one death to like for people to go boom. That's why I don't mind flash flash healing. This is like, hey man, like you don't know, dude. Like anytime someone dies, they really can just peace <laughs> out. So yeah, it hasn't been that bad for me, and I always I always mute. Uh, if someone pings, I'll I'll mute pings too. Um, yeah. Uh, I also I got to a point where like I don't even care anymore. If people are flying, people are pinging, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, like, you stink. Because um, in, in a way, it's like, like, if someone flames or if someone is, like, being stupid, it's like, yeah, you know, they lost, and you lost also, you're probably going to just go out and win your next game, and they're probably going to continue the same behavior, like, again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's likely. So it's like, yeah, they can stay hard stuck forever. Meanwhile, you can pop in the next game and just, like, win. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, um, I feel like season nine was more toxic. Uh, the worst, the, the more inconsistent you play, I feel the more toxicity you run into because people get mad at you and they get mad at other teams. But like, if you, if you're like one tricking really hard or if you have like one solid role, then like, uh, it makes people less like, unless you're poor proxy over there. But, sorry, proxy. I mean, oh, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I think if we were to, like, put up a chart and be like, who, what's the most, like, toxic role overall, uh, my vote instantly goes to ADCs. Um, and I think yeah. it's funny because... ADCs uh, love bitches. Super <laughs> <laughs> proxy. Proxy is the, the not little bitchin'. He's a bitchin' guy. <laughs> hey, he's a bitchin' guy. That's yeah. He's a, he's a cool guy. No, I think I think mostly the the toxic players in my games are ADCs. But also when I play, I eliminate I like one me. whole role from being toxic. So for other people, it could very well be the mid laners that are the most toxic. But like, I don't know. I think ADCs are having. If I was an ADC, I'd be toxic, dude. Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah. ADC is like the worst role in the world right now, and it it makes me laugh because it's like I see like it's worse than top. It's way worse than top. You think? Yeah. All right. Why? Uh, the Trinmere does as much damage as an ADC, and he's an and he can be invincible, and he can fly over walls, and he can whack turrets, and he and he can uh bicep curl with his right arm for like ninety pounds. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no, no, no marksman can do that right now. Yeah, you know what? You got a fair point. Like, if you if you kill one person in the bot lane, you have to kill someone else. If you kill one person on the top lane, you can get an entire turret. That sounds really dumb, but just think of it. Like, <laughs> like or it's like your efforts like don't mean as much. Um. So I, I feel like I feel like top is just much easier to snowball than it's easier to like. If I was gonna try to snowball, I would try to snowball from top. Then like, oh, I'm gonna pick a marksman. I'm gonna snowball. It's like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick an ADC as a as a heavy snowball champ, even though like throughout the history of league, some of the most snowbally champions have been ADCs. Like you right. look at like Jinx, uh Cogma, yeah, Bane is be. always gonna be strong when tanks get strong. I mean that's what the rules should be, but the problem is what we're running to now is that it's like even if they get there, it still doesn't really mean that much anyway. And when they do get there, it probably was because they were enabled by a champion that could probably carry the game by themselves anyway, even if that was even if that marksman wasn't doing good. Yeah. Or it's like it, it's like it's like a lot of times when the marksman gets fed, it feels just like a like a bonus. Like, oh, and we have an Ash, or and we have a Varys. That's nice. Uh, even though, um, like Set or like uh, Braves or something, or is just hard smashing like one lane, took an inhibitor at like 16 minutes. Like, but. Yeah, um, Proxy. What a you're you're the you're the resident ADC player of the the mute all chat podcast. What do you recommend? I hope I didn't flame your entire like uh, gaming career that much, man. Like, <laughs> you finish off that question, like, because I well, what do you think is the worst champion for your role? The worst champion. Oh God, uh, let me really quickly look at um, worst champion role. See, like, I might go off of all this stuff. I don't think Tristana... Okay, definitely got to be Kogma. Kogma has felt yeah, no love. Kogma, he he can yeah. do damage, but he has to stand still. And I miss, in this God, game, I miss Godma, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Did he just make him have ridiculous damage and just keep his kit the same way? And it's like, <laughs> oh, but he can't move. But it's like, but he has so much damage. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. I don't know. Like, it's so it's so in the gutter. Like you might as well try something with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, if I were to pick the worst ADC, man. It it probably would be Kogma because like all there's all all the champions that are really good right now are champions that can get on your face, and the last thing you want is Kogma is an enemy champion that can just get on your face. So, yeah, that yeah, Proxy's right. That's probably the worst. Uh, Kogma's really bad. Um, Lucian's kind of strong. Beast is like not that great. She's better than she was. Uh, <laughs> Kaisa can be really good. Did or you see can, that Kaisa like, just got a massive buff? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh. Yeah, uh, what is her? 
topic. Um, do we think the ADCs are going to come back this season? I think we asked that earlier, but we never got around to it. Do like, do we think there's going to be? Is there going to be a patch where ADC is no longer like this throwaway role that we kind of feel like it is right now? You know, I'm hoping because I would love to have my like Twitch or something I'd love back to in be the in platinum. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, if they made your role felt like actually valid, you'd probably be flat in the next like 150 games. Probably. Yeah. Like at the same time, I'm like, okay, what do I have to improve? Because like, I guess Sneaky can do it. I mean, why can't I? Granted, yeah, he's a pro player, but he's cute. I mean. <laughs> I, I still feel like there's something I'm missing, but at the same time, viability is definitely not there. It's like a bad mix of everything. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the best ADC that I've had in a game in the last month was... Uh, Aries? Not right now. Child. Was a, uh, it was a Sivir that was a Smurf. It was, he was a... Could you relax? My dog is going nuts. It was a, uh, it was, I think it was like a, a, uh, like a plat one smurf. And he was just playing, he was just like leveling an account for fun. And he played, I played two games with him. He played Vigar bot the first game and hard carried. Like he went, it was all ability power items, but they all had some sort of attack speed with them as well. So he was just like, he was like a turret machine gun. It was hysterical. He could explode somebody and then he would hit the turret for like 400 magic damage and auto attack. He had like, like Nasher's Tooth and like, like Lich Bane. <laughs> he, he did have Lich Bane. He had Lich Bane and he had, uh, what's the other one? It's the, uh, it's like an attack speed item that has ability power on it. Oh, Gwinsu's? Uh, he didn't do Gwinsu's. Fuck, what was the item? Nasher's Tooth? <laughs> I, I I feel like it wasn't Nash's tooth. Well, yeah, it With was Nash's tooth. You're right, it was Nash's tooth. <laughs> I I don't know why I didn't think it was, but yeah, he had Nash's tooth, and so like the you know what the passive on Nash's tooth is, right? It has two passives. Yeah. One is twenty percent cooldown reduction, and the other is basic attacks deal fifteen plus fifteen percent of ability power bonus damage on hit. Oh, oh lord. Okay. So on a Vigar, uh, he's hitting like a semi truck every time he auto attacks. <laughs> Backed a bunch of AP and then the past wow. It was crazy. He took like two towers in like twenty seconds. He went nuts. It and then the next game we duoed and he played Sivir and he just ran people over. Could you relax, my all guy? Right. Straight to alright, alright, Canada. There you go. There you there you got your ticket. Uh attack speed, AP Vigar. I mean, well, duh, it's AP. Nasher's Tooth, Lich Bane, Vigar. Yep. Way to go. That's the way. Yeah. You gotta um, add yeah. Twin Shadows and some other shit, too. But it's, it's I saucy. I think a lot of... I think, like, the Zeal buffs that are coming, like, it, it sounds like, like, crit, like, traditional, like, marksmen, like, can make a comeback. But, like, I know that, like, a lot of... It's, like... A lot of people, a lot of champs build zeal though. I like a lot of, a lot of the high mobility champs that are like 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 Trinomir, like Gasuo, like are 
going to be probably be like invert like indirectly buffed as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that'll be nuts because it's like it's like a big attack speed buff on like on Zeal. Pretty sure. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because I think it's gonna make. I think there's going to be a dark horse in the game, and it's going to be Corky. Corky's going to come out of the woodwork with that zeal I mean, buff. They're, yeah, they're doing that those small little buffs. I haven't even heard of this uh, zeal buff, so I mean, so maybe I'm losing my mind. But no, you, you you're probably right. I mean, I I've been Valorant Grand Theft Auto Five this entire like two weeks. So let me see if I can pull anything up that's. Uh... Uh, surrender at 20.net Usually is one of the best on sites Best! Yeah, surrender at 20.net, alright, let me see Let me see if I can find something here about the zeal uh, PB... Balance speed Zeal! Movement speed increased 5 to 7% Which makes Phantom Dancer 9% Oh, mm -hmm. move speed That was attack speed <clears throat> um this is what's in pbe right now uh league of legend or wait riot scruffy for the balance of cycle on patch 10 11 what are we on 10 10 yeah oh, we're yeah. on 10 10 right now oh yeah it's a move speed increase which uh it looks like it moves everything up two percent and Dang, bro. They're also giving all almost every ADC a base HP buff. So just as we're talking about it, <laughs> yeah, Aphelios, yeah. Ash, Caitlyn, Draven, Ezreal, Jin, Jinx, Kaisa, Kogma, Misfortune, Sivir, Twitch, Varys, Zaya. Uh, other ADCs Lucian, are getting scaling buffs. Uh, Lucian, passive second auto crit damage going from 75 to 100%. Holy shit. With... Yeah. Wait, that's fucking busted. Wait, wait, wait. Round that by me one more time. So Lucian's passive, Lucian. when he does an ability, he uh, yeah, fires the, the extra next... shot. Now they're going to make it so uh, that extra shot's crit damage bonus is 100% instead of 75%. Jeez, bro. So they're going to make his oh. trades even nuttier. Yeah, so just the damage. Wow, okay. Because, well... Here's the thing: is it his second auto is already at reduced damage, so I guess the crit damage getting increased. It's like you're doubling on his lack of damage on the second auto. It's like that little bonus, but like I could see why only doing the one lack or one like decrease in damage is fine. So that that'll help him out definitely. Uh, it might be pretty brutal, but we'll see. Uh, Callista W passive. 10 to 18. Oh, so they're making it so her <coughs> early game starts off instead of 10% max HP, it's 14%. So it's upping it, but it's going to end at the same. Uh, the mana cost on her W is reduced to zero, considering it does nothing except give you uh, terrible, terrible wards. Uh, it really does. Uh, Tristana's getting the attack speed increase. Bane, wow, they're increasing the bonus AD. Dude! Again. It's going... So 
it's increased 10%. Uh, I like how we, we, we spent like this whole podcast, well, not this whole podcast, but like a part of this podcast just ranting on ADCs, and they're about to buff the shit out of a bunch of them, and we're over here like, that's 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 too much. That's overpowered. That's too the much. Ones that, the ones that are getting <laughs> buffed are already kind of nice. Like, Lucian and Bane are, are, are sort of nice, and they're actually uh, 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 ca caster uh, bruiser type. <laughs> oh, yes. They're looking at nerfing talent again. Great. What happened to Kennen? Is he in the game still? Nah, <laughs> Kennen's not a champion. Kennen is that... They, they put him in TFT forever. Yeah, Kennen's one of those characters where it's very select, or it's got to be a very specific reason why. If you need the AoE uh, stuns, or you need this fast split pushing, um, big chunking auto attacks Big chungus. From, uh, yep. against oh, tanks uh, it's either on hit or it's dude fed kennan hilarious dude fed kennan's disgusting oh, yeah. to watch fed kennan's hilarious <laughs> oh yeah uh, oh yep. my god this is but yeah so maybe they'll be i think it might be a little bit too late though because because something's gonna go wrong, and they have to change it again, and then I think the season will be over by the time they, by the time they get it right, there'll be like three weeks left of the season. Okay, so like, my only problem with this next patch is it looks like this is gonna be the one Volibear comes out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, what are the? I haven't really looked into the Volibear that much, honestly. You want um, me to run it, run through what he's got going on? Please. Yeah, sure. Why not? All uh, right. Since uh. Yeah, we need another like ten minutes of podcast. I got us with uh, the here's the new volleybear. It's in PBE now. We should have it soon. Um, his passive called the Relentless Storm. Volleybear gains five percent attack speed whenever he deals damage, oh, which good. stacks up to five times. So stacking Gwensu's passive essentially. Yep. Uh, also, he has a passive called Lightning Claws, which means at five stacks, Volibear's claws ignite with lightning, causing his basic attacks to deal 11 plus uh, some ability power bonus magic damage to the five closest enemies. Volibear must deal damage within six seconds to maintain this effect. So basically the longer a scrap goes on with Volibear, where he gets to do some sort of damage and then auto attack, uh, the more he's gonna do. Well, keep in mind, it said any sort of damage. So he gets those stacks just off of spells, too. So he can stack just off of a single auto, continuing spells, and so he can use Awkward multiple slave. things. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Gwintsu's, but with the added bonus of spells. Conqueror's slave? Probably. Um, <laughs> do you think that uh, if the Volibear goes Cinder Hulk, that will proc it? Oh yeah, yeah. D damage. So, so, so you'll have you'll have tank Volibear with one attack speed item come out of the woodwork and just slam you. Yeah, Adam Dancer Volibear. That's, like a wit's end. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be Very fucking well. nice. Yeah. I played a little bit of Volibear Jungle in the end of last season to really like just crank out some wins, and it was already nice. So this is gonna be this is gonna be wild. Uh, some, that's some just his passives. Power. Oh wait, no, go good, just go through it, go through it. Yeah, through here's it. his Q. Yeah. It's called Thundering Smash. Uh, <laughs> costs 50 mana. Got a 14 second cooldown. Uh, level one. Volibear gains 10% movement speed for four seconds, or 20% if he's running towards enemy champions. 
and the ability to move through units, like Fizz. Uh, while active, Volibear's next basic attack deals 20 plus 120 bonus magic da or bonus regular damage uh, and stuns the target for one second. Volibear becomes enraged if an enemy immobilizes him before he stuns the target, resetting this ability and its cooldown. So if you stun or immobilize him somehow while his Q is active, it resets the ability. Which means he can just push it again. Ooh. Ooh. You can't use crowd control against him because... Oh, you have to kite him so hard now. Oh, that's going to be wild. Okay. That's cool. Good job for Van. Yep. Damn. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, Alright, here's the next thing. It's his W. It's called Frenzied Maul. Volibear mauls an enemy, dealing 10 plus 169 physical damage uh looks like he has a damage modifier for his attack damage and his bonus health no is that bonus health that might be armor i'm not sure uh there's a lot of uh physical damage applying on hit effects and wounding the target for eight seconds wounding is highlighted if frenzied maul is used on a wounded target its damage is increased by 50 percent and volibear restores 20 health plus eight percent of his missing health uh it is 50 percent effective against minions so what you want to do that's on a 5 second cooldown by the way so what you want to do is lead with your W to wound your target and then keep up with them so that as soon as it comes off cooldown you can use it again to deal bonus damage and get your health back so it's really about keeping just staying on top of your target's face uh, next up is his E after a delay, Volibear summons a lightning bolt at a target location. This deals 60 uh, plus magic damage plus 7% of the target's max health as magic damage and slows enemies by 40% for 2 seconds. Uh, damage against non-champions is capped at 100, so that's not going to be a super jungle farm ability. Uh, if Volibear is inside the blast zone, he gains a shield equal to 15% of his max health uh, with a magic damage modifier for three seconds. Wow. Okay. So it's kind of like the uh, that's kind of like the Echo W, where you drop a thing on a place, and if you're inside the thing, when it goes off, you get a shield. It's gonna be like that, and it's gonna but do an ass load of damage. At the same time, it's like it sounds like it's gonna be a little bit more or similar to set shield too, because it's gonna be scaling off of health. Yeah. And it does that does damage to targets max health, so that's a tank shred. That's cool. Um, his ultimate finally, uh, big ass cooldown for that. Nearly three minute cooldown. Um, it's called Stormbringer. Uh, Volibear transforms and leaps toward a target location, gaining two hundred health, fifty attack range, and the ability to move through units for the next twelve seconds. Upon landing, nearby enemy towers are disabled for two seconds and suffer 250 plus... Ohmwrecker. Oh my god! They turned him into Ohmwrecker! Nearby enemies are slowed oh, yeah, by 50%, decaying over god. one second. Enemies directly underneath Volibear suffer a shitload of magic or physical damage. They turned his ultimate into the perfect tower dive tool. This sounds like Pantheon meets... Uh set meets home wrecker like bard <laughs> yup it's dude if you have volibear and bard on the same team you can tower dive for so long volibear bard bot <laughs> Bang. 
Van Vane, Van Vane, yeah, uh, dude, I will play the shit out of that with you. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's crazy! Oh, they they removed Fiddle, new Fiddlesticks jungle. Um, <laughs> set mid. <laughs> well, the new volley bear, uh, in the PVE right now is crazy. That is. Wow! I wonder why they buffed ADCs, oh. bro. Yeah, no kidding. Way, uh, keep in mind, so every one of us is getting a uh, new skin for Volibear. Wow! Uh, as long as you own Volibear, mm -hmm. when patch 10-11, you get the Thousand Pierced Volibear. Skin. It is a skin that was originally... That was the original concept for his update, but they felt like it was too... Off, off kilter of what the Thunder Bear should look like. So oh, is isn't he like like a like kind of like a Satanist like skin or like like really like bulky like it's Eldritch Horror pretty. Much. Yeah, El yeah, yeah, Eldritch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick, dude. So um, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's like he's got like antlers kind of things. So he's got kind of like that like. Uh, oh, so he's like like, like he looks like a true detective like monster. Sick, dude. Yeah, uh, there's like. It's it's almost like their eyes. They're just like kind of these little like eye shaped uh, spots with like a pupil, but or not a pupil, but like a little spot where the eye would be. But it's like a red liquid, almost. It, it looks really cool. That's super rad, man. Dude, it's gonna be so funny, bro. This Ooh, Ash, this patch Ash is gonna get. Is this next patch is going to be I think it's gonna be a doozy, honestly. Have a have a have a Yi Tarek funnel strat while you have the Volleybear Bard bot and you have uh sister on Tom Kent's top there just for the memes. And oh boy, you'll be like Holy invincible shit. and you'll be tower diving two towers and then man. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine the Tarek ult? on yeah. the volleybear when he dives he just disables the turret and then the ult comes down and then the turret doesn't do any I, damage I a zillion, like a zillion revive on oh the... my god <laughs> i i'm okay a lot of times when riot releases a new champion uh they it's typically like pretty overtuned and it's really broken and so they yeah. like they hot fix it in the inside of like a week and then they do more like balanced version of it yeah. after oh, like two it, weeks it's, it's easier it's easier to draw back on something than it is to like buff it though yeah, yeah. so you can expect volleybear to have almost 100 percent pick ban rate as soon as 10 11 drops oh yeah yep. it's it's gonna be disgusting when is 10 11 supposed to come out tomorrow tomorrow oh yeah, shit i would assume tuesday because they've been very consistent. I think it's like always up. They've been playing. Okay. Well, like, hey. Like in the week. Maybe. Cool, man. Well, if uh, if I get the chance to play it, I'm going to play it. Because that, that, the, like, sometimes you look at a champion and it's like, man, that kit alone is like guaranteed W for whoever gets the champion. And as long as you have like a kind of a sense of what order to hit your abilities in it's this it was the same way with set when he first came out it was like wow look at all the things he can do just 
hit your buttons in the correct order and you win the game. And it's I like, this like is going to be like that. The biggest challenge for the new update is going to be like, to set. it's going to be, can you get on them? And then can you stay on them? Because I'm guessing just like the current volume, he's going to be slow. He's going to be big and slow. Set did set did have like some kind of like counter though like there was something you could do when set was in the game there's something you could do about it like it wasn't like it wasn't like castle win where he has like a 90 win weight like season three or something yeah like, like in this it, it's probably gonna be like if, as long as you can avoid people getting on you or as long as you can um avoid to keep him off of you, I mean, he's just oh, mm -hmm. be fine. But this is just gonna hurt my. You Just perm back him and just hope you can miss a blitz hook. Yup. Um. Jeez. All right. Well, I think that's probably good for this episode. ADCs may come back into the meta, but. Not at the hands of that volley bear. They will be punched even further into the ground. Uh, hopefully, uh, by the time we record a new episode, the new patch will be out and we'll have been able to play on it a little bit so we can talk about it. Um, in the meantime, uh, keep climbing. Don't tilt off individual games. You're going to make it. The season is way more than one game. You can do it. We believe in you. We'll Let's see you it, next guys. time. Let's do it. Let's invade red. <laughs> Good night. That's gotta sting.